0: Today on CityCast Boise, we're two weeks into our state's abortion ban. But you know what? I'm tired of hearing sound bites from politicians. I want to hear from the people this actually affects—young folks. So today, I'm having a heart-to-heart with Julissa Melendez, a Gen Z abortion rights activist. In a time of very bad news for reproductive rights in Boise, she actually made me feel hopeful. It's Tuesday, September 6th, 2022. I'm Frankie Barnhill, and this is CityCast Boise. So, Jalissa, I just want to reflect in this moment, because of course, right now, abortion is almost completely illegal in Idaho. So I just would like to hear you reflect on how, how are you feeling about that? Uh, a lot of frustration
1: and confusion anger kind of as well (laughs) anger lots of anger and um, confusion like I said and uh, there's just there's so much to feel so much to feel and so much to say yeah
0: right I think confusion, that's an interesting one to bring up. I mean, anger is probably a very common response among people who care about reproductive rights, but confusion too, right? Mm -hmm. Because these laws, different timelines for when they would go into effect, all the different lawsuits, the different levels of the courts, we've just gone through a very confusing time and we're still in it for people who wanna just know, know, what healthcare can I access and where can I get it and how can I get it? and what's keeping me from getting that healthcare. So I, yeah, that's an interesting emotion to be feeling is confusion right now Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Talk to me about your journey into reproductive rights advocacy. Like what, what got you interested in this? What made you feel like this was an important topic and something that you have a lot of conviction around and you uh, actually wanted to participate in this movement for reproductive rights?
1: I think the first step that I took towards this direction was when I was a page for the Senate. And during my time as a page, I got to witness two bills. I think it was a year-long contraceptive bill. I watched that one on the floor. And then I proceeded to watch the, the the abortion bill, the 2020 version of it. I spoke about this a little bit in my uh, speech rally um, coming from Hispanic community and kind of what that meant. And going into becoming a page, I was just kind of, you know, sitting in those rooms and listening to the testimonies and the real life experiences that some of these women have gone through that's when it all clicked together, right? And that's when I realized, you know, you need to stand up and raise your voice for them, right? You represent them.
0: And it was the lived experiences that you were hearing Mm -hmm. in the testimony of Idahoans who were standing up against the abortion bans and, and bills. You mentioned that coming from a Hispanic background um, how did your experience as a member of that community in Idaho uh, how did that influence or did it influence at the time your perspective on abortion?
1: At the time when I was getting you know involved, I really didn't see like much Hispanic representation and I kept thinking to myself you know of course this is affecting all of us but in particular, how is it going to affect, those who you know don't have that representation and coming from the hispanic background it's kind of you know taboo to talk about it and um but definitely just my experience and everything i've done this far it's changed beliefs and core values
0: so how how do you talk to your family about this um, these days i'm curious what kind of conversations do you have with them about this issue
1: I like to keep it a very open conversation. Um, My mom, for example, she has been every step of the way she's been there. And as I like to put it, at the same time, I'm learning. She is learning. And we are breaking down that generational trauma, that generational taboo against abortion or contraceptives. Um, It's getting there. And I think really just being knowledgeable and understanding, having the right material and being educated definitely does add up to the, you know, let's, let's change our mindset. Let's change where we're thinking right now. Um, it's not something that happens overnight. It's little by little and
0: living and experiencing these things. Sure. Does your mom see eye to eye with you as you're coming about your opinions on this issue? Yeah, definitely. We... um
1: we do see eye to eye and she comes with me to events and the rallies. And when I spoke at the Capitol, she was there as well. And it's just kind of, you know, what she grew up with and what values and beliefs she was taught. Those are being changed and, you know, elevated into what's, what's, what's happening right now. What's real.
0: Yeah. I guess I wonder, you know, I'm really privileged. I'm a white woman. I've lived, uh, my adult life, so far with having access to reproductive rights, but you, how how old are you, Julissa? I'm 19. You're 19. Okay. So you're in this generation in Idaho that now has fewer rights than, than your mother did than I have um, my entire time living in this state. What does it feel like to be coming into adulthood and to be an adult and now to have this right taken away and to live in a state where abortion is, for all intents and purposes, illegal in in almost every case?
1: It's frightening. It's frightening because you think to yourself, you can't make a visit to your physician anymore. You know, being confidential as you would expect. Um, It's kind of, you know, you have to question, is my physician or I, you know, going to be charged or sued? Mm. It is very frightening, very frightening. And I am only 19, but I could certainly feel and imagine how other younger girls are feeling and don't know what's awaiting for them.
0: Gosh, Uh, what you bring to mind of, of going to a doctor's office, that usually felt safe now has this added weight to it and a fear attached to it, or at least it could. That's 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 terrifying.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. It's yeah, you know, you you go in, you know, you think you know this is information, this is private, this is confidential. But it's whether the physician chooses to keep their license or chooses to you know serve the responsibility in helping their patients out. Right. What a horrible choice. Yeah. What choice do I yeah, make? Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely.
0: I could imagine being very angry. We've talked about anger a little bit and just just that feeling of, I am finally a woman who has the ability to vote and mm-hmm. to participate in our democracy and to attend college, to travel, to do whatever with your life. And this moment is overshadowed or could be overshadowed with this ban and the experience of not having access to reproductive rights in the state that you live in. Um, How how angry are you at older generations?
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness. You know, usually they say it's the older and the wiser that take care of the younger and that lead and guide, right? But at this point where we're going, I feel like there's no exact direction to go. Mm. Um, and there's really nowhere to turn to. It's just, it's getting to a point where I really do feel like that we're running out of options, you know, and losing hope. <laughs> you mm. try not to write, but there's, there's just so much you can do.
0: How are you talking with your friends about that? What conversations are coming up, um, among your friends who, who could get pregnant? Um, are people feeling, scared, confused, nervous and they're just trying to understand what the next steps are and how to advocate for themselves but maybe even think about is Idaho the place where I should be anymore. What is that? What do those conversations sound like?
1: Yes. Um that is where where we start with our conversations and it always comes back to that question. Do I want to raise a family here? Do we want to raise a family in this state or move to a neighboring state? Or, you know, what other downfall are we headed to? I I do wish to stay here. I do wish to stay here and continue to live my life. Fingers crossed where where we head, but that's it's frightening, like I said, at only nineteen and just seeing all of this unravel in front of your eyes. You know, it's it's you know
0: astonishing. It really is. Well, Julissa, thank you so much for sharing your perspective and your energy on this topic. Um, I really appreciate having a conversation with you about this.
1: And thank you, Frankie. And for our listeners, please, you know, we have the, the phone numbers available for Planned Parenthood, for the Northwest Abortion Access Fund, please, in any emergency travel costs, help, guidance, questions, where do I go? I'm pregnant, and I can't talk to my physician about this. They will guide you. They, they will hold your hand every step of the way.
0: And speaking of access to reproductive health care, our neighbors in Oregon are working to get a Planned Parenthood clinic in Ontario up and running, but it's taking a while. They're aiming to open in early 2023, though that timeline could change. So, for now, the closest place by car to get an elective abortion is at least four hours away in either Washington or further west in Oregon. Thanks for listening to CityCast Boise. Hey, if you're enjoying the show and care deeply about your community, spread the word. We're hiring a full time podcast host. We're looking for a passionate local who's comfortable behind the mic. Applications are open through the 12th. We'll be back in this podcast feed on Thursday. See you then.